podcast you've been looking for all along. Step into the life of urban exploration with guests from around the world. Welcome to No Tracers. Welcome back to No Tracers. This is a podcast all about urban exploring. You've probably been searching around for a podcast like this, and I'm glad you stumbled upon my show. My name is Kay, just the letter K. You can find me at no.tracers on Instagram, no tracers on TikTok, or my YouTube channel is just the letter K if you guys want to see my videos. If you actually want to watch this in video form and see my guests' photos, head to the Just the Letter K YouTube channel right now. Pause this on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to it on and go check out the visual version of this episode. Subscribe to the Just the Letter K YouTube channel while you're at it. Or if you just want to listen to the episode while you're on a drive, headed to a bando. If you're in a bando and you're listening to this, that's fucking awesome. Thank you so very much. Remember, guys, while you're out there exploring, leave no trace. Leave no trace that you were there. This week on the podcast, I'm speaking with Keeper of the Second. He is a retired urban explorer, so this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. We're talking about his past explorations, what got him into it, the time he found a dead body with his crew. Dude, this episode is so intense. I cannot wait for you to hear it. Please stick around all the way to the end. It is an insane episode, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Before we get into it, just a few things. Uh, if you want to support the show, if you want to support me as an artist, you can do a couple things. I have a book out called No Tracers, an Urban Explorer's Diary. I just released a duffel bag. So if you carry costumes, if you carry props around into these bandos, if you carry ge- a bunch of gear with you, check out these duffel bags. They're super sick. They say no tracers all around. And on the top and bottom, they say leave no trace. They're super heavy duty and I'm super excited about them. So if you guys want to support me, please check those out at just the letter K.com slash no tracers. The last thing I need to do is thank our partner here on the podcast. And that is liquid death mountain water. If you've never heard of it, well, I've got an ad for you in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water, a water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, liquid death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of liquid death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid death. Murder your thirst. So if you guys want 10% off of Liquid Death Mountain Water, head to liquiddeath.com, pick up a case or however many cases of water you would like, pick up a set of koozies, and then use code just the letter K for 10% off your order. Thank you, Liquid Death, for partnering with me on this podcast and my other podcast, Project Freelance, which is all about freelancing. So if you guys are into uh, freelancing, if you're a freelance photographer and you need some tips on how to grow your business, check out Project Freelance. I'm starting season eight up this month, so I'm super excited for that. All right, without further ado, Keeper of the Second, please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience. I go by multiple names, but my name is Folius Keeper of the Second. I go by Keeps for short. I have been exploring for 12 plus years, and now I am fully retired from exploring. So tell me what first got you into urban exploration. Like, What made you catch this bug? I wouldn't call it a bug per se. 
um i was going through some i was going down a down a uh, dark path and my buddy millie she actually she actually brought me to this whole community she's the one who pretty much started my flame for this community and 12 years now i've done it so tell me about your first exploration what was the first experience you had where did you go what did you guys explore and uh what was it like what made you kind of want to go back and and keep doing this thing for i mean 12 years that's a long time to do anything but especially for urban exploring like what what was your first exploration take me into that honestly the first exploration was a factory it was a giant brewery factory and we actually got to explore it fully and it she was just like hey we're going to go explore a factory you want to come i was like damn fuck it all right let's go so we packed our bags we went on and she threw me my first camera and i was there shooting away with them and exploring learning their learning what they have learned throughout their years of exploring and learning through just experiencing experiencing the history that that was left there experiencing everything you know yeah definitely and so did you after so millie gave you like a chance to shoot on a camera like when did you get your own like photography equipment like when did you dive more into that i actually kept that camera that she gave me um i kept it throughout the years she was like I don't use it no more. She already had a second camera. That was her own camera that she had. She gave me her other one that she didn't use. And I went just from there. I just went all throughout that whole time, throughout the years. And then recent, just recently, I actually transferred over to a Canon R, one of those Canon R uh, cameras, and I fell in love with it. Nice. Yeah, it's it's awesome that you were gifted the gift of photography. You know, I think that that is such a special thing to be gifted a camera. Definitely. And I have, I have a similar story. You know, I was gifted a camera from a, a guy that wanted me to assist him on a shoot. So it was, uh, it was super cool to be given a camera and I'm sure you feel the same way for you, for people that are just getting into urban exploring. I know you're retired, but like for those that are just getting into the hobby, do you have any gear recommendations like, uh, backpacks, shoes, lights, anything like that? And honestly, I wouldn't, honestly, the gear is up to you. Gear is full on up to you. I would recommend, I would honestly, gear wise, I would say, because this whole community is toxic now. After the, throughout the whole years, I've seen this community go toxic. It's, everybody's fighting for this perfect shot. Everybody's fighting for it. Everybody's going to, you know, talk crap about behind about you behind your back not even knowing you everybody's going to be in general this community has gone the wrong path the gear that i would say is to have the right mindset for this community if you don't have the right mindset for this community then you're done this community will eat you alive urban explorers i can tell you this straight on facts urban explorers are assholes to each other we're dicks. We'll be an asshole. If we don't like you, we're going to straight up tell you. We're going to straight up tell you about that. It's the mindset of the game. If you don't have the mindset, then find a new hobby. 
that's what I would recommend. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it. Finding a new hobby. I've seen it myself, man. Like, especially on like Facebook pages and stuff like that. Like, it's so toxic over there. You know, people just like trash talking each other. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't even know who this person is, you know, and you're still like just a keyboard warrior behind the scenes just talking mad shit. And it's like, it makes it less fun for people you know that's why i try to like stay off th things like the facebook groups just because of that like it's not even worth the energy to like oh, yeah. give them the time of day you know it's 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 honestly not worth that's it's not even worth it it's not worth it but like i said it's just the mindset you have to have the mindset you have to gain have to have the mind for it because one wrong move one wrong move on social media wrong one wrong move in real life exploring you're fucked like that one step could either get you arrested, could get you badly injured or even killed in the real world. In the in you're trying to make connections over social media throughout these urban explorers who have years upon years on you, one wrong step that your your name is done for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of, you know, real world consequences uh can you share some urban exploration injury stories i have a lot i mean a couple of them i would probably i would say this is um actually i almost fell through a floor once um you know at the time i was like 200 plus pound man with a 30 pound bag on my back and we were on the second floor in the brewery um exploring it and we there was a hole in the middle of the walkway that we had to go over to go see the other side. So we all jumped over. It was perfectly fine. On the way back, we were coming. I was the last person to jump and my foot got caught and I almost fell through that floor. Excuse me. And, but, you know, I had five, six people on with me and they all pulled me up. And next thing you know, my whole leg is like legit bleeding from it scars everywhere um the next one was we're actually going through getting to this one silo factory and we um had to walk through legit a mile and a half of blackberry bushes which have thorns by the way so all of our all of us including our models that we took with us we were all bleeding it was it was it was fun though it was worth it it's always worth it, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, even though some people have on this show, we've heard stories of like people getting impaled on spike fences and I've had my own fair share of injuries over the years. And it's always, uh, it seems to be always worth it. And we always keep doing this thing. And so what, what made you do this for 12 years? Like, tell me about the, the mentality you had going into it. I know that you have, you feel very differently about the community now, but back then, like what made you continue doing this? What made you love urban exploring? What made me love urban exploring honestly was the fact that it, it was my getaway. It was, it was legit my drug, my drug to get away from real life. You know, I've throughout the years I've been, you know, honestly, I've been suffering from depression. I've been, um, you know, emotionally, mentally, physically abused throughout the years. And this was my drug. This was my getaway. Urbex was everything to me. Um, 
after you know after Millie passed away, you know she, I wanted to continue her legacy, and this was a way. This was a way for me to continue her legacy, but as well for me personally, it was my getaway. It was a, it's a drug. Urbex is a drug. You know, I used in two years ago, I was going nonstop, like full on ham. I was going every month, about once a week, every month. My crew and I, we were already packed up. The car was ready. We're going, we'll see y'all in a week. We'll be back. Where, so we would explore hospitals, factories, anything, you name it, we would probably be exploring it. It was my fire. It was legit my fire. My friends who I made throughout the years, through all this, the community, throughout the time of my 12 years, you know, it was, we were always pushing each other to our limits, pushing us to the max, you know, get up, do our thing, you know, normal day for us would be, Get up at 4 a.m., drive off to the first location, go on, be done by like midnight, get up at 4, all over again. And that was that was the thing. It was making memories. It was meeting new people, meeting new things, learning new things. You know, I, my first self, I'm not, I don't count myself as a professional photographer. I count more surf as of an amateur, still learning after doing it for 12 years. I'm still learning. I, you know, with these people who've done it for years, I've learned things, you know, it was a, a thing as well, besides doing this, running away from my past, running away from everything, besides ha using it as a drug. Yeah, definitely. And I think one of the most special things about urban exploring is that when we step into these buildings, the world around disappears. Can you talk more about that feeling and, and what you've experienced as far as that goes? About the world disappearing? I would probably say, I would say with us, with the crews, you know, I've gone through multiple crews, but the past couple of crews that I've, you know, th the past few years with them, we will always have our phone off. Like we would just shut off, you know, social media, turn off our phone and just be in a moment, you know, hence the name Keeper of the Second. I to enjoy the moments, to enjoy every second that you have, because you never know what's going to happen to the next second. So we would just put our phone up in the back, in my bag, like all of the crew put our the phones up in my bag, and we would just enjoy those moments, making memories, having laughs, you know, caring for each other, enjoying what those people at that location were enjoying at that moment, trying to figure things out. It's playing like Sherlock Holmes, but in real life at an, at an abandoned place, trying to figure out the history about this place. So it was, it was a turnoff. It was a shut off switch for me. I love that. I love that you like referenced like the Sherlock Holmes, finding out the history of the place. I think that's super cool and a great reference there. Um, can you share your most risky or your most dangerous experience? I would probably say the most dangerous location probably would be the crew and I hiding at this one abandoned location for about four plus five hours from the cops. We were going from room to room trying to, you know, even from ceiling, trying to get up in the ceiling, hide there for a minute, going to another room, going to another floor. And these cops, to remind you, they actually went in and we weren't expecting that. They actually went in with their dogs and we're like, well, fuck. All right, then. So we that was one of the most dangerous lo locations that we did. But damn, it was one hell of a fun, though. 
hiding somewhere for like over four hours has got to be exhausting. I remember a time where I was exploring an abandoned jail with a couple people and the cops showed up and they waited outside and they like parked their, their like SUV or whatever up against the side of the building. So like we couldn't like see them, but we knew they were there. Right. And they were parked right next to the only way in or out. And so we ended up having to like climb out the second floor window, like wrapped a rope around the prison bars and like scaled down this massive pipe, Mm -hmm. climbed over a bunch of decommissioned cop cars and then had to hop a barbed wire fence to get out. Cause I mean, it's a jail. So it's got the barbed wire fence, like wrapped the razor wire and everything. So we, we had to like climb over that. I, I definitely got cut up on that razor wire and my friend's shoelace got stuck in it and she was like freaking out. And I was like, don't panic. Like you're going to literally slice yourself <laughs> open. Like you got to stay calm on this thing. And we ended up getting out. We all had skateboards with us. So we went around the mm. building and we were just skateboarded down the sidewalk to our cars. Cause like there were, how would they know that we were just in that building? You know what I'm saying? So close, yeah, close calls yeah, like definitely. that, close calls like that make it very fun and are definitely full of adrenaline (laughs) oh yeah it's i think that's what keeps most of us going is that adrenaline rush it's that other drug that we love the intensity yep definitely and uh what's the longest amount of time you've spent in a bando i probably say about two days i would say it was uh it was a big location big location for sure and you know i didn't we weren't expecting it to be that long you know we were only expecting it to be for a day but in reality we were we packed our gear just in case for overnight you know packed all of our sleeping gear you know our food water everything you know and it was you know it was just that moment we were like all right cool you know first first we divided that whole building into three sections because we got in there in the morning about like five or six in the morning and we're like okay you know this part we're going to do from 7 a.m to noon this part we're going to do from one to um four or one to five depending on how big it was and then the last one was the same thing kid you not on the first section we weren't done until like two or three in the afternoon so we we're like, yep, it's going to be another day here. So we found a room, put up all our gear in there, made it comfy, comfortable for the night. And we just continue going on exploring. Wow. That's amazing. Two days in an abandoned place. Yeah. Like that's, that's super awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. Like I've done an overnight, but like two days, like that's, that's mm. crazy to me. Like to even think about that, but I would love to do like, like one of my questions for you is if you could spend a week in an abandoned place that you've explored, which one would it be? Honestly, everybody's like, honestly, every like urban explorer is like, Oh, I want to stay here for this long. Everybody. I want to stay here for this long. You know, honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to spend a certain long amount of time at one location. I would want to go see more because nowadays, you know, these locations are getting destroyed left and right. So I want to get in as much as I can within a week. Maybe I could say maybe this, let's say we're all on a trip for a month, for a week, you know, let's go see all these hospitals for this amount of certain time in this week. I wouldn't stay at one location. I would want to go and explore multiple locations before they're all gone. 
before history's lost. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense, you know, and I, I think that that's a great answer to that question. Um, can you tell me about your scariest exploration? And this could be another like running with the police, homeless people, paranormal. I know that you've done some like paranormal investigation stuff. So we'd love to hear some scary stories. Actually, everybody asks me about this, but I've actually, and this is true. This is true. My buddies and I, we were at the time, we were exploring this one location and we were walking. We were just, you know, chit chatting, scoping the place out, like, you know, what we're supposed to do before setting up. And we see this red dot and we're like, okay, cool. Keep walking. It gets a little bit more, more, and it gets darker. And the, the drop, the red drop gets bigger and bigger. And we follow it. <laughs> kid you not it was the dead body fresh dead body laying there in a pool of blood and we were like well fuck we need to run so we all legit we all ran out we didn't touch it we just saw the pool of blood part of the body and we just dipped we legit dipped left got in the car went like maybe two or three blocks down call the cops you know i did that star six seven so they wouldn't track my phone call my phone but i did that whole thing call the cops i was like hey you know there's a dead body here like my buddies and i were just taking photos we legit stumble upon a dead body this is a way to get in here's the area where the dead body was there you go we waited there for maybe 10, 15 minutes, and kid you not, that whole place got sealed up by the FBI, everybody. Oh, my God. This is like the third or fourth week in a row where I've had a guest tell me that they found a dead body or, like, body, multiple bodies or, like, a skull. Like, mm. it's people don't realize that some sketchy stuff happens in these places that because they are so, like, shut off from the world and so hidden, you know, and it's like... Mm situations like that like they, they are scary for sure i mean that's terrifying to like stumble upon something like that it's like i said earlier too it's like you have to have the mentality you have to have the mental if you're not mentally stable for these locations or for even to do this hobby then don't do it because i've seen multiple people do this having this like oh i'm ready i'm i can do it you know okay cool come on as soon as they get there no i can't do this man i i gotta go i'm like all right then don't lie to yourself actually talk to yourself think about it for a couple days because it's you'll get a trust either way it's like we're doing this illegally but it's the hell of it you were doing it for fun we love it or either you know be we might get killed who knows what's going to happen or whatever yeah no, it's so true. It's so true. And uh, to on a lighter note, <laughs> can you tell me about <laughs> yeah, your, your favorite? No, you're good. I mean, I, those stories are like really important to share, I think. I feel like not enough people know that that stuff happens. But can you tell me about your favorite exploration overall, if you have like one that you can pick out? My favorite one, I would probably say is my last one, running with Millie's crew. 
that one was my favorite one. That was the most enjoyable and cherishable one, if that's the right word. We were all, it was, you know, we, after, you know, six years into exploring, six years of doing this nonstop with her crew, we grew a bond and we could tell, like, our bond was strong, you know, like, outside of urban exploring, you know, we would invite all of their family to come over to have dinner with, you know, my family, we would do some, vice versa with everybody. And we could tell this was going to be our last exploration because most of those people in that crew did it for 20 plus 30 years. And they were about to wrap it up. And I could tell, like, I could tell that they're about to retire. They're about to hand over, you know, everything that the knowledge they thankfully they handed me that night they handed me a map that i'm still continuing working on doing my research about it but that night was it was a click we relaxed we were having fun we were enjoying we were enjoying it we were enjoying the moments we were enjoying the time that we had with each other our last exploration it felt like more like family instead of oh this is a job it felt like you know, we're family no matter what, besides, you know, if we lose contact with each other, you know, we're always going to be there. Absolutely. And for you, did you have any bucket list items that you like wanted to hit that you finally hit? Like some of the top spots that you wanted to hit? Because I mean, as a retired person, I don't know if you still have those bucket list items or if you hit them all. Actually, I haven't. I haven't hit it because I didn't want it to get known i didn't want the place to explode like other places around the states um this place was out of the country but you know i it was one of it was one of the lists that millie had on her bucket list that she wanted me to hit up and you know i can't i can't do it i still can't i just for some reason after doing it for 12 plus years i'm just like i have to pack my bags i can't do this no more it was seeing this community go downhill made me realize like most of the places that were on her bucket list and that were on mine i should just keep them hidden i should just keep them in a secret until somebody stumbles upon them Mm. yeah no i mean you gotta cherish those those locations you know because like you said they'll blow up and then they'll get destroyed Mm -hmm. over time because that's what happens to all the good spots you know vandals come in and they start destroying shit and it's like you're ruining the the fun of urban exploring like completely like we're not there to destroy we're there to capture yeah it's not even the besides the vandals i mean besides the vandals and besides the graffiti artists it's us too you know it's us urban explorers or so-called an urban explorers destroying the places you know most of these people have lost the way of exploring they've lost you know the common knowledge of urban exploring is to leave no trace hence your name leave only footsteps absolutely yeah i mean and that's why i say leave no trace at the end of every episode you know it's that's the most important thing right there is to just leave foot footprints you know and um for you what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring? Don't follow the clout. Don't follow anything. Be yourself. 
that's what I would highly recommend because I've seen throughout the years, throughout the 12 plus years I've been doing it, I've seen a lot of amazing, badass, you know, motherfuckers go down this way of the clout, you know, of these whole urban explorings, urban explorers, you know, following them, following their traces, you know, be yourself. That's, you know, don't follow the group, be yourself. You know, I'm, I, I went my own path. I, I stopped following the clout because I was there for a minute. I was there for a year or two. You know, I follow that clout. I was it on my Instagram. That's why I used to have two to 300 photos on average. Those likes were about maybe three to 400 likes per photo. And I was part of that clout. I was chasing clout. I was trying to be the next urban exploring with Josh, but it clicked with me one day. I was like, I'm going the wrong path. I need to step away. I need to rethink my name, rethink everything. Why am I doing this? What is the reason? You know, it's most of these people who join, who do it, you do the urban exploring. Now it's, you know, they see a video of these well-known urban explorers and they're like, oh yeah, I can do it. Okay, do it. If you can't, then don't. If you're going to follow somebody, then don't do it because you're ruining it. You're ruining the community. You're ruining, you're ruining what people fall for. What people like these people that I follow, these people who I talk to on a regular basis, you know, they do this. They do urban exploring because of people have depression, people have anxiety, people have anger issues, people have PTSD. It's a way for us urban explorers to get away from the world throughout overall with these years like you were asking just be yourself don't follow anybody's footsteps don't try and be the next or, or uh, exploring with Josh don't try and be cinematic set don't try to be those those assholes who pretty much ruined the community and as well with other people I'm sorry but I'm following my own footsteps. I'm going my own way. I retired. I'm done. Talk shit. Cool. I know I'm going to get talk shit. That's fine. But I'm speaking the truth. Absolutely, man. The truth needs to be told. For sure. Thank you so much for coming on here. Um, do you want to share your Instagram or your YouTube channel on here? I think I'm good. You can find me at Keeper the Second. What a powerful fucking episode that was. Wow. Keeper of the second. Thank you so much for coming on the No Tracers podcast. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please let me know by leaving a rating and feedback. It means a lot to me that you guys are so honest and open on this show. It's a very vulnerable thing to step out from behind your photos and share these stories. So I really appreciate you guys that come on this show. And to those of you that listen to this show and help it grow, thank you guys so much. I want to give you a discount code for a product I have. It is a duffel bag and no tracers duffel bag. They look so sick. I just got my own. It says leave no trace on the top and bottom. It says no tracers on the sides and the, the front and back of it. If you guys want to get a duffel bag for your travels to put your costumes in, to put your wardrobe in, to put your gear in, I've got duffel bags. Head to justtheletterk.com slash no tracers and pick up a duffel bag. I also have backpacks and snapbacks and uh, my book, No Tracers and Urban Explorer's Diary. If you guys want to support the show, that would mean the world to me. 
If you want to come on the No Tracers podcast, please DM me at no.tracers. That is where I can be found on Instagram. You guys are the best. If you want to read the blog, if you want to see my photos or videos, go to notracers.com. Otherwise, I will talk to you next week with another guest. Stay strong. Keep enduring. Go out. Go explore something. And remember, leave no trace.